0: Okay, my love, do you fancy winning a full day of coaching with me? Well, you can. All you have to do is hop onto your Instagram account, share a photo or a video of you listening to this potty, or share a screenshot of one of your favorite episodes and simply tag me at LauraCanum underscore. And every single month, one lucky person will be chosen at random to spend the day with me to dive into your business. Ah, this is going to be so good. This opportunity is available every single month, so happy sharing. Welcome to The CEO Show, aka your new favorite business podcast. I'm your host, Laura Cannon, award-winning business coach on a mission to help make growing your business super freaking simple and totally freaking fun. In this podcast, I'm pulling back the curtain on what it really means to be a CEO. From the juicy business strategy, to the mindset work, and most importantly, how to prioritize you, the beautiful woman behind the business. So my love, if you're ready for a whole heap of belly laughs, deep and meaningful soul chats, next level business growth, and an unfiltered look behind the scenes into all the CEO good times, what the fuck moments, and everything in between. Let's make it happen. Hello, my love. If there is one thing I hear constantly from my clients, it's that they often feel so swamped in the day-to-day Doing of their business that they rarely get the chance to take a step back, think big, and actually take action on all those amazing things on their to-do list. Let me know if this sounds pretty familiar to you because let's face it, you are a busy entrepreneur, you are a creative, which means that your brain is constantly buzzing with new ideas. But you are so busy that you rarely have the dedicated time to actually sit down and make them happen. And it's really hard for your business to grow. And I know that that's, you know, obviously what you're wanting and desiring. You want big results. You want things to grow. You want to boost your income and all the things. But if you're not making time to step outside of the admin, if you're not making time to step outside of the day-to-day tasks and all that client work and into your role as the CEO and into seeing that bigger picture, how can you actually make sure that this stuff happens? So maybe you've heard people talk before about a CEO day or you know maybe this is the first time that you've actually heard it and you're like Laura what the heck is this? Like, what is she talking about? Do I need one? What happens? And all the things. Well, in this episode, I'm going to share a little bit about why I decided to implement a CEO day in my business this year. And when I did that, actually, what happened? And so you can see if, you know, maybe this is something that you want to prioritize for your business in 2024. So let's kick off by just giving you a bit of context around what it actually means to work on your business versus in your business, because this is going to really help me explain why a CEO day is really important. So I guarantee that most of you probably spend, you know, like 99.9% of your time working in the business. And there's definitely some huge, you know, issues and risks with this. So, working in the business basically means all the daily activities that keep the wheels moving. So, if you owned a shop, for example, like you would be working physically in the shop that day. So, that's what it means to work in the business. So, all your day to day admin. The responding to emails, the supporting your clients, doing that you know physical client work, maybe your content creation, um, some marketing, writing blogs, conducting sales calls, all that type of stuff. And look, like you can't not do these things, like your business does need these things to, you know, to make money and keep turning the wheels and things like that. But there are ways to reduce the amount of time and effort it takes so you are freed up to do other things. Now, a CEO day is basically the opposite. It's a day to work on your business. So instead of doing any client-facing work, Instead of being, you know, swamped and stuck in those daily grunt tasks, it's actually a chance to do all the big picture, strategic, creative, high level stuff to dream, to vision and to get planning. And this is where the magic happens. But trouble is like most business owners don't actually give themselves, you know, or carve out the time or space to do this because they're just cramming their, you know, their diary full of meetings, full of do, 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 doing. And they don't have the systems necessarily or the processes in place that allow them to step out of the doing. Maybe, you know, you're too scared to outsource some of this stuff or build a team to help support you so you can actually step in to that CEO role. Because you don't want to spend the lifetime of your business as just another underpaid, (laughs) overworked employee, right? You didn't start your business to be the employee in the business. You started the business to be the CEO. So it's really important that you are planning ahead and structuring things so your business allows for you to take a step back and to do all the things that are really important for your business growth. Because if you're not in CEO mode, at least a decent portion of the time, just being the worker bee, there's so many risks there. And you are likely, you know, jeopardizing the growth of your business. And like, hands up, like, (laughs) this was fully me too. This is why I basically implemented the CEO day, right? Because if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, like it's making sense now. I feel like I am just like the doer. I'm the worker bee. I'm just the employee in my business. And if that's you, there's, you know, the risks to that are, probably you're not across your data because if you're not putting time aside to do that big picture strategic creative work you're likely not tracking all those important metrics and KPIs in your business to allow you to make really strategic decisions so are you actually taking time each week or each month to look at your website views your conversion rates your email marketing you know click rates who are your warm leads? Are you looking at your Instagram insights? When was the last time you actually sat down and looked at the data in your business? Like, do you truly know what's working with those cold, hard facts, (laughs) numbers? What's working and what isn't? And actually, what's the return on investment from the time and money you're spending on marketing? Because if you're not doing these things, you're operating on autopilot. And when you do that, you could potentially be wasting a lot of time by not focusing on the right things. So the second risk to, you know, not putting time aside or not being in your you know CEO role as much as possible is that there's a chance that you're losing out on a lot of opportunities to increase your revenue because i can imagine if you're like me you've got a fucking shitload of ideas to improve your business and they're written down on a little list somewhere things that you're going to get around to one day new things that you want to sell cool you know ideas and opportunities of things that you want to do but you are not prioritizing it maybe you know that you actually need to increase your pricing but you just you know you're like oh i just don't have time for that because i'm too busy like in the do 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 doing I'll get round to that. How much money are you losing out on by being so consumed in the business? And you'll be leaving money on the table and that is not a vibe, right? And another risk is that when you're not regularly stopping to check in where you're at, you'll soon find that your business can quickly morph into something that you don't want it to be or something that you don't like anymore. Maybe right now, like if you're in the thick of it, you feel like you're really breaking your promises to yourself. Maybe you're breaking those business boundaries that you set. Maybe you're like offering services that you didn't set out to originally that you don't even like anymore. You're delivering, you know, things in a way that are compromising your values. Maybe you're working hours that you don't want to. And so, when you don't regularly stop and take stock of that, when you don't plan effectively or work on your business, all of this stuff can pretty easily go off course. And this is why people start to resent their business because they're like, I don't even know. Like, I've lost sight of why I started this in the first place because they have just been so sucked in to being the worker bee in their business. And in 2021 and 2022, like, this was me. I was lady balls deep. (laughs) in my business so deep that I never actually got the chance to work on things and get creative. And all I wanted to do was just be able to find space to take action on all of those freaking cool ideas that I had. Like I literally had a whole thread in my notes app and a whole, I don't know, like 10 gazillion documents in my Google Drives of ideas. Things that I needed to improve in the business, so like business related stuff, and then also like cool creative things that I wanted to to launch and do. And so I just found myself doing stuff backwards, basically. And I didn't have any systems; nothing was really automated. I had zero processes. Nothing was streamlined. Like everything was just me doing it. Like it was super manual. And I was just so in the thick of the doing constantly that I I knew I needed to make those changes, (laughs) but I just couldn't find the space to actually make it happen. So I buried my head in the sand for quite a while and just ignored all the big girl stuff, like accounting, ignored that shit, Um, paying myself super, Yep, yeah, ignored that. I, you know, kept being told by my accountant I needed to register my company because I was bleeding tax, like I was paying too much tax. I didn't need to pay that. I could just, you know, register my company and restructure things. But I wasted so much money because... I just didn't prioritize it. And same with hiring team members. Like I knew I needed support and I knew that there were people that I could bring in to really enhance my customer experience. But I was just so sucked in to working in the business and the daily grind. So it really cost me so much time and money because I didn't realize the importance of stepping back. I thought that the only way I could get ahead was just by constantly like working in my business and just go, 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 go. So This year, I decided, like, no, enough is enough. I decided to make it happen. And I made sure that I was going to dedicate some time each week to being the CEO and some CEO tasks. And one day, a quarter was going to be dedicated to my long-term business planning. And this is not easy (laughs) when you're a mum who literally only works maximum three days a week. And like, let's face it, some weeks way less because thanks daycare germs, it's not possible. But the plan was to dedicate my Fridays as my CEO day. And this was dedicated time to work on all the things that had been ignored for so long and had piled up over the last few years. And it was also a day for blue sky thinking and big visioning and putting the wheels in motion on some of my new creative ideas. Um, I also used that time to, you know, audit my business and have a little look at, you know, where did I need to outsource or where where could I bring team members in, what tasks could I cull and did I have some gaps in my systems and that type of stuff and really put some um, processes in place for tracking those stats and KPIs and where could I really double down on my efforts where things were working, et cetera, et cetera. So all the things that really easily get overlooked in the general busyness of business. (laughs) And sometimes, you know, throughout this past year, I did manage that whole day. I got the whole day. If there was something big that I wanted to map out and do, and there was a lot of things, I really did, you know, enjoy that full day of pure CEO-ness. And other times I really only needed like, you know, two hours of CEO mode, or maybe I could only squeeze in one or two because I had the kids or whatever. But the point is, that i made the commitment to myself and it was basically a meeting between me and my business every single week which meant that it always had priority so this is pretty much how how it goes how i structured things so first of all i chose the day that you know felt felt the best for me to have a ceo day like maybe for you it's different every month or every week or whatever but i really like that routine of knowing that in my diary There will be no calls or coaching or any meetings on that day. And, you know, some business owners, if they do something similar in their business and have like, you know, the CEO day once a week, they have the luxury of just, you know, say switching off entirely that day and shutting the door in their office and being in full CEO mode. But I only work three days. So it's really unrealistic for me to say to my clients, don't contact me at all. I'm not going to support you at all. Like that's not just how I roll. So I don't do calls that day. Don't do meetings, but I still support them. I still check in with them via, you know, Voxer, Slack and Facebook and things like that. Um, but I don't review any of their work or do any coaching or whatever. And I just make sure that there's time set aside in that day for me to support them because, you know, they're my number one priority as well. Um And because it gets to be, you know, it's a creative day and I get to put my swanky CEO hat on, I always make sure that it's fun. So I like to start the day slow. I like to go, you know, for a coastal walk or a solo brekkie or just sit on the beach and just listen to some music and remind myself that I don't always have to be in the thick of doing to create momentum for my business. So I always start off there and then I will either like – do my day somewhere else like maybe it is in the cafe for the day kind of depends what's on the list you know like sometimes I need to be at my desk or you know in the house to access certain things um but sometimes most of the time I like to do it like out and about so it just feels different and light and fun um and quite often you know creative ideas and cool stuff drops in when we were out of our you know normal standard working environment so the first thing I tend to do is have a little money date with myself so I look at you know my income how how are things tracking income wise how are sales what's happening am I am I hitting my KPIs and my goals and I have a financial tracker so and all my clients get a copy of this and they're literally obsessed. <laughs> with it. And in there has all of my projections, like what I projected that I um, was going to earn in that month or that week or whatever, what I thought I was going to sell, what income I had scheduled to come in from payment plans and things like that. And everything just sits in there. So I update that. I do all my accounts. I look at Xero. I look at my bank account. I do all the big girl stuff, all the stuff like, you know, twenty twenty. 2022 me would be so proud of me right now being like look at you go with your amazing spreadsheet and your budget and your and your you know financial tracker and your zero and all of that kind of stuff. So that's so important to me because that's the first thing that I always do because it's really easy to waste time just doing stuff and not knowing like if it's actually working so it's so important for me to know like where I'm tracking have I hit my goal that month do I need to make more sales that month has you know someone not paid me for a certain something like what is going on and you really need to fall in love like with the money because like money is energy right so if you are loving money then money is loving you like truly it sounds so stupid <laughs> so true So I start with the money stuff. Then I have a look at my quarterly plan. So this is the plan that I sit down and map out when I have that one day and each quarter to take a little look at what's coming up for those three months. So where am I at like with my overall goals? What's on and off track in terms of the schedule, in terms of launching, in terms of like dates that we had scheduled in for certain things? Then I have a look, you know, if there's any ideas, new ideas that I'd mapped out in my the notes in my phone or in my laptop or whatever, I use some time to like sit down with that, map stuff out, get creative. I like brain dump and splurge ideas for new programs, new projects or whatever. And I love that. And I know that that is like true work, you know, like my true soul work when I do it because I like look up at the clock and I'm like, whoa, I was just like lady balls deep in that for two hours. <laughs> just love it so much. Um, and we don't get this, you know, we just don't get the dedicated space and time to do that unless we make it so. So I take a look at all the new ideas. Then there may be stuff that I need to plug into my launch plan or my marketing plan. So I might update um, update the dates and ideas and things things like that. So I have a lot of core templates and this is the day that this stuff comes out. So the quarterly plan comes out, my financial tracker comes out, my marketing plan and my launch plan come out. And I use Asana to project, um, to manage a lot of my projects as well as like Excel and things like that. And, you know, a lot of stuff is just, you know, ideas in a beautiful, in a beautiful Google drive, (laughs) but that just makes me feel so accomplished because I know where I'm at and I know where I need to go for the next week and the next month. And I can check in with my team and say, Hey, here's a, here's a few things that I updated in there we've now changed the dates and the times on this. Hey, can you prioritize this? I've decided this doesn't feel good anymore and I'm going to scratch this off. And I do truly believe that this is the reason why I've never, I've never hit burnout. Like so many business owners will always tell me how overwhelmed they're feeling and they, you know, they literally hit burnout and then they check out on their business for like a week, a month, a year, and they're done. And like touch wood, doing this has really allowed me to like always stay grounded. And like, yes, there's some days where I like feel the pressure and I do feel a little overwhelmed. Like we're business owners, like, fuck, (laughs) it is a given. But I have never hit burnout and I will never let myself hit burnout because I've deliberately crafted my business in this way that allows for the spaciousness. So not only do I, you know, allow myself to work on the business, but I also create you know time and space away from the business just for me as well. And I think both are equally as important. But having this regular check-in, having this you know quarterly plan and having this check-in with myself each week, rather than just like moving through my business blind and on autopilot, is why I've always you know felt so grounded. And so if if you've hit burnout before or you're starting to feel a little bit frazzled, like this is a really great way to ask yourself how you're feeling. Like each week you are having a little meeting with your business and you're literally saying to your business, how are you? How are things going for you? How's it all going? Let me know. Give me an update. And for your business to say to you, how are you feeling, CEO? How's it going? Do you feel like you're getting to use your creativity? Where do you feel like a bit squashed? Do you feel like you're really aligned? Do you feel like you're delivering the things that you love in the way that you love? Is money coming in like the way that we planned? is more coming in? Is not enough coming in? What do we need to change? What do we need to refine? What do we need to like double down on? And are our plans like on track or do some of the goal posts need moving? Do we need to actually just delete and dump some stuff? What needs to happen? And I promise that it is possible for you to make time to work on your business. You have to make time to work on your business. It's over to you to make that commitment because that time is not going to magically just pop up in your calendar. It's on you to carve out that time into your calendar. And like truly, hopefully from this episode, you can really hear that it has been the best thing that I did in terms of my happiness in terms of my fulfillment this year and in terms of overall results and success. Because I think if I carried on the way that I'd done in 2021 and 2022, knowing that I also grew babies and gave birth in that time too, I could have really easily hit burnout if I didn't implement this when I did. So how can you allocate time once a week or once a month, or fortnight, or whatever fits around your schedule. Like, you know, everyone's in a different season of life and business right now. But there's some strategic stuff and some creative stuff that needs your time, love, and attention as the CEO. And also the big girl stuff, like the money stuff, right? It's crazy how we all desire more of it, but it's something that we avoid. Like, so often, I was like, I'd love to make so much money in my business. And did I ever? really check where I was at in terms of you know sales did I know how much profit i was making was i looking at those numbers was i even opening up zero and like having a little look at the profit and loss statement and all of that stuff like no that freaked me the heck out but as soon as you start tuning into that those things you know where they're at and they might not be a good place at the start that's okay but at least you know <laughs> at least you don't have the blinkers on so it may just require you to shift your schedule a little bit you know, moving into the new year, maybe, you know, blocking out your diary, but it's so important that you make it so. So if you've listened to this episode and you're like, holy shitballs, I am... <laughs> I am not acting like the CEO of my business at all. Like I'm still massively in employee mode. Like please flick me a DM and let's chat about, you know, how Freedom Empire could support you to create more spaciousness in the business so you can grow things. You know that my whole ethos is around creating more flexibility and joy in your business and that is what we do in Freedom Empire. Or if you are in Perth, in January, if you're listening to this in real time and you're actually in WA or you fancy flying to WA, I'm actually hosting a VIP day where you get to be in full CEO mode all day long. So it is a dedicated day to work on your business and do all the stuff that you keep saying you're going to do, but you never do. And yeah, it's just going to be beautiful. It's an amazing little venue in the Swan Valley and you will get all my support. You will get coaching on the day. We're keeping the numbers low so you can get the support that you need on all of your planning. So if any of this sounds so freaking good, then you can always head to my bio on Instagram at lauracannam underscore or just go to the show notes. I always stick all the links in there for you to get all the details on everything that I talk about. But otherwise, have fun creating your own version of a CEO day and please keep me posted and let me know what happens. Loved this episode? Do your girl a huge favor by hitting subscribe and leaving a five-star review. This is truly the best way to get this brand new potty into more people's ear holes. And you all know that that is my biggest, biggest mission. Thank you all so freaking much for listening. You are bloody amazing. Love you all. Bye.